Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. I just woke up and I have total brain fog, but we're gonna talk about all the celeb news because so much happened this past week and it's gonna be crazy. (laughs) I was nervous that 2022 was gonna be no raps because you didn't do one last week. No, now I, I, I felt inspired. You can't, you know, I have to wait until the art comes to me. I can't choose when the art, when I, I can't choose the art. I hear you. You can't force perfection. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're Let's welcome. see if it was on beat at all whatsoever. Probably not, no. but at least there were lyrics. <laughs> and that's what happened. I woke up and let's talk about celebrities. Yeah, we are. Uh, this is like a speed round episode because I feel like the second we finished recording last Sunday, immediately info was coming through. Which yeah. the, most, the most depressing um, of them all is that our TV dad, Bob Sagan unfortunately passed away last Sunday. At the moment when we got the alert, we weren't sure what the cause was, but now it's looking like it could potentially be a heart attack because I saw this morning case um, both Bob Saget's dad and grandfather had heart attacks themselves, so they're thinking that's what it was. Um, But we know that it happened in his sleep, so there was very minimal suffering, if at all. Well, you would wake up if you were having a heart attack and then you would die. You wouldn't pass away in your sleep. Oh, well, that's what this article was saying. Yeah. They're not going to know for 10 to 12 weeks right. on average. But there's no signs of foul play or drug right. use by any means. Yeah, there was a – I got a TMZ alert today about the, like, family history. Yeah. I think at first they were thinking it was either a stroke or a heart attack, and now they're leaning more towards heart attack. But to your point, we will With that know. family history. But, yeah, you'll know yeah. definitely through – a coronary report and all that but they did they laid him to rest so actually maybe they yeah, weren't they did well an autopsy he's, he's I don't know. jewish and so you usually try to bury the body as soon as possible um so that's why yeah i would also like to that i would add in any other i think i would believe that any other religion is also within you know i understand what you're saying no Definitely not okay. because, like, you have the wake and things like that. And well, Catholicism is usually within like three to four days. You want to get them underground. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Nobody's like trying to keep anybody on ice. But I no, understand I what know. You're but like with Jews, it's like as soon as possible. Usually, this was actually later than it should have been. Yeah, I would. I would go out on a limb, <laughs> say every experience that I've ever had is get this done as soon as possible i've been to a lot of funerals non-jewish where it's like weeks after the person passed which is weird no i've never i've never done that okay yeah it's usually Um, within the weekend that they is when the services happen yeah and also i mean they had paul bearers which is not a jewish thing either but um i i thought it was interesting that norman lear was one of the paul bearers um just because obviously i'm sure he wasn't really carrying the the, it looks like he is the cap coffin it, that much because I, I mean that, the picture that, that I have that man's is, ninety something years old, right? Yeah, and the only well, I don't see Norman even in this picture, but the only person who's not physically carrying it is John Stamos because it's his hardest day ever, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry to John Stamos. I, yes, this is it's tragic, it's shocking, but of the morning of the funeral, John Stamos tweeted out, "This is going to be the hardest day of my life." And then he tweeted out the prayer of God, give me serenity 
to accept the things that I cannot change. Um, and it's just like, like Michelle mentioned after I texted her that of being like, oh, oh come on, John Samos, bro. Like, yes, this is about you. This is what he does. But then um, what? Oh, you tweeted, you like, no, you didn't tweet something. You texted something back at me. Yeah, when John, when he was talking about that stuff. Oh, and you were like, oh, he's gonna drag this on. Like, yeah. he's gonna be the one who's gonna, you know, continue to talk about this and how it's affected him for like months after. And he's gonna go on the late night shows and and when they have the, but it also is part of like the reminiscing and the grieving process. And... No, I mean, they've known each other for like 30 something years, if not longer. So I mean, yeah. I get it. But at the same time, like. But that's think... also not what Dave Coulier. Right. Like, out, you know, even his own wife isn't doing this. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. John and... Mayer and Jeff Ross went live when they went to go pick up his Prius from LAX. From the airport. Yeah. And I tuned into that for a minute and it was just really very trippy for what they like. John was really going through some stuff about it. And he was like talking about how Bob's protest song was being kind to the world. And that's how he went up against the man and you're like okay john you kind of like are the man <laughs> so like i don't know what you guys but you know they, they were having their moment um it was a terrible camera angle on jeff ross because he yeah, was holding the camera there really is no good angle on jeff <laughs> no ross. but it was like really sweet of them to no do that and it was interesting to hear that conversation um i mean yeah it has been a really crazy couple of years just in general with the amount of death we're exposed to and and that stuff so everybody well yeah not to mention literally last week compounded our title was everyone died including you know uh betty white and those people were in their 80s and 90s and here you have someone that's 65 it's definitely not to say you know he's young but that's definitely younger than oh yeah people somebody past and yeah i would love to and by all means you know within yeah i would love to get that workout regiment or what his cardiologist would say because it's not like yeah he's you know like in healthy in shape yeah, guy thin, not to say thin means healthy but yeah, like exactly. that's what i was thinking too as well like, yeah yeah I wonder like, what... it wasn't like he was like you know an overweight man that was you Sit, know going to his nine to five right sitting at a desk all day and yeah and it, it's unfortunate also because his last instagram post was just like him so excited about being back on the road and in florida and obviously planning on going other places and just being really happy to be back out there and then you know this happens yeah. and then he wasn't responding to anything and people grew concerned and so they notified the hotel and the hotel security found him yeah it's just yeah it's really i'm glad to see that mary kate and ashley were at the funeral yeah, everybody. Uh, it, yeah, the whole full house. I knew the the rest of the cast would be there. Was they all be did there, the, yeah, because they all did the show. But M K and A, they usually distance themselves from the crew. So I'm glad that they at least showed. No, their... but this is. I know, you know this is when you show up. So I'm glad he's always been. It. They've always had such a good bond, and he's always helped them through like all that crazy bullshit that they did when turning sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and. The world was like had a clock counting down to their age till they were legal because you yep. know that's the society we grew up in. It's still <laughs> happening these days with I other know. women, but yeah, and, and obviously, like not obviously, but 
I don't think there was one story that came out that put him in a negative light. Like everyone just saying how he was a true mensch and he was such a great guy, both in the comedy world and also all the charity work he did and just all the stuff he did behind the scenes to help people. I know Pete Davidson had posted that um, Bob Saget had been really helpful in him and his mental health issues and just really being a support system and always texting him. He loved him. He would talk to his mom. He would call Pete's mom to talk to her to give her like doctor's numbers and be like, this is who you want to talk to about this issue or like if Pete does that, you know. A legit mensch. Same with Jimmy Kimmel because they connected uh, when Jimmy's uh, son, Billy, had to have open heart surgery when he was, you know, less than a year old and Jimmy did a monologue he said he tried to do this 14 times. He sobbed through the entire monologue. I was crying too. Uh, it, he does it before his show starts on that, like following Monday. And he talked about how he, he that's how he and Bob connected. And then oh, Jimmy, I think originally did some scleroderma. That's the um, disease that took Bob's sister. It's an autoimmune disease. And uh, that's what he's asked. Everybody's being asked to donate to scleroderma research and jimmy would MC some of those nights with him and then they grew really close and then when billy was in the hospital bob was calling jimmy checking in yeah just like how do you yeah how do you it, it is a little simple thing you know this day we can just text each other and it is super simple but like people you just you know don't check in yeah and especially someone as big and like well known as him doesn't need to be checking in but yeah, clearly, but clearly... It's part of his personality and character, and that sets you apart from the rest of of Cal- uh, I was almost going to say California, but Hollywood, where people are just really—it's all about self-interest and what can you do for me. Yeah. So it's so definitely we lost a good one. We lost a good one, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, we lost our TV dad. <laughs> really crazy i mean i was not a fan of the reboot because if you go back and actually watch full house as an adult it's pretty bad but as a kid it was the greatest show and just we'll miss you bob yeah too soon um do we want to go to more sad stories yeah yes it's more sad for me really i think i need then what was your initial reaction that so Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa have announced that they're splitting after uh, 16 years together. I don't think they're like, you know, marriage, I think, has been like Like, 10 or so. Uh, Oh, they secretly tied the knot in a private ceremony in 2017. So technically only married for five years, but they've been together since 2005. And Lisa Bonet was Jason Momoa's Hollywood crush growing up. And like that's always the best of the stories because <laughs> you're like that is exactly because that's what Michelle and I thought our lives were gonna be yeah <laughs> and um but yeah it's very uh like he was he was been filming uh, Aquaman in London for the past year he's been on the road though like their entire marriage if you listen to anything like Zoe Kravitz kind of explains about her childhood is that um she would mostly hang out with her mom I think in their um. Temecula Lake house they have like a Teme- I think it's Temecula Lake um and and then she was a homebody kind of like living out there with her mom and so I think like the kids are pretty much homebodies and like stay with Lisa and then Jason's been on this huge crazy ride with Game of Thrones and now Aquaman um so, I mean, so it's not yeah ready. so it's like yeah. they've been 
it seemed like this is their relationship worked really well this way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and that's a really long time to be together. No, it is. They have a few kids together. Um, yeah, they got two uh, like tweens now at this age. Um, and I, it looks pretty amicable. I mean, Lisa's so chill. And then Jason's also still really good friends with Lenny Kravitz and Zoe. And now Zoe's dating Channing Tatum. And they'll still be, he'll still be at the Thanksgiving dinner that we're planning on showing up to. Yeah. That we're definitely getting an (laughs) invite to one day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So it looks, so we'll see if there's any other things that kind of come up specifically, but it sounds like, you know, it just really ran its course. There's a 10 year age difference between the two of them. I will be um, very interested to see who he, who gets he dates. First. That's yeah. what I was kind of most excited about too. I mean, she's so hot too, but she's not really in the public eye at all. So no. she's going to go off and do her own thing. She's probably going to find some shaman out in like, <laughs> yeah. Ohio or whatever. Like, good for you, Lisa, because you have a shit. But um, yeah, Jason. Yeah. And this, so this could go either really, really terribly or really well. Yeah, I hope he continues with the good taste in yeah. women, but I could see him having a slutty phase and really just... And, like, a slutty, useless phase, maybe. But I really like, hope Kind of like Colin Farrell did for a while. Like, I could see him doing that. But I feel like Colin Farrell's slutty age would just have been... I mean, he was one night standing it up and up and up, but we're saying, what, the Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears moment of it all? Yeah, that's what I'm... I know, but I kind of... That was, like... Here. I'd be like way more like if if Momoa got with like an Instagram model, like I think no. I would just like run to the porch and yell my little terrace, my little f- first floor terrace, and just be like, no. Why? As long as you're just yelling. Yeah. So if it's like a kind of like a starlet moment, I guess it depends on the starlet. Like, oh my god, if he got with Sydney Sweeney. Oh my god, I would die. <gasps> Yeah, she's with someone right now. Okay, but it's not Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But maybe Emil, Emil, Emily, um, from Game of Thrones that I can't uh, remember. Blaming her, I saw that on Instagram. Oh well, that that ship sailed forever ago. If they ever had an affair, it would have been years ago. But she also was going through multiple brain traumas she was having brain aneurysms and almost died like four times on set and jason was like with her every single time so like they're incredibly i would like it if that got romantic but um but also people are trying to blame amber heard but i really do not see that at all conversation not about amber heard right now thank you yeah it's just because she's in aquaman and right you know she is amber heard and that's her mo but I don't see him falling for that. And this is the sequel. And if anything, you know, shit would have gone down the, during On the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of surprised and saddened. But yeah, excited to see what slut phase he enters next. So yeah. Um, should we go to oh, couple yeah. together? I mean, yeah. I mean, this is, we are waiting for this to happen, I think. And this is now they've been crowned. I don't even know what. I guess are they the king and queen of red carpet at this point? They're definitely like upping their Hollywood name. I would say name. king and queen of Spencer's gifts. Because, <laughs> good call, good call. I mean, hot topic. I mean, I literally just think of the mall when I see them both. Yeah. So Especially she's referring to him wearing his Foot Locker outfit. 
I mean, these these uh, people are good. The internet is good to us. Uh, yeah, so Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, after about a year or so of dating, have gotten engaged in Puerto Rico where they like to vacation and where they quote-unquote first fell in love in front of, you know, a tomb, <laughs> a family tomb that is not theirs in a cemetery. Where they found goth kids. their hashtag twin flames, which is apparently a bigger deal than a soulmate. Yeah, because it's like a multi-lifetime soulmate. It means they came out of the same flame because they're <laughs> twins. <laughs> I mean, I like I like the <laughs> drama of it all. I like the high school I love ridiculousness Megan Fox. of it. I do love, yeah, I love Megan Fox. But that's always about here it. for Megan Fox. If she's happy, I'm happy, but he creeps me out. We've talked about we do not care for his music, probably because oh, we're too old. So bad. He no, like- I just think we have like ears and brains. I think the kids, when they come back to Machine Gun Kelly, will go, ugh, why did I- we ever even give him airtime? I hope so. I mean, he looks like he doesn't eat. He's he- going to be moving more into acting, which I actually think he has more of a talent better. for. Yeah. yeah. So, the only I mean, thing I've ever seen him do is he was once a guest on Catfish and, like, was helping find <laughs> the catfish. So, yeah, he's that's got no... I've seen him more than two seconds on a, like, red carpet. Yes, I've only really seen pictures. He has really no charisma that I have been able to discover because he, any late night uh, show moment is boring as yeah he's totally awkward for sure and he is acting like he's not comfortable in front of a camera and it's not it's like dude just step up i'm so tired of you guys pretending that you didn't want to do this as part of the gig as if you're just here for the artistry and you guys know like 20 the business come on yeah and like yeah casey kind of instant uh mentioned this earlier but he is wearing basically a striped shirt which is exactly what travis barker was wearing when he proposed to uh courtney, courtney and it's a lot of beetlejuice vibes so we're just waiting for like the joke is now we're just waiting for pete davidson to roll up in a striped shirt as well I know, but Pete's not drinking anybody's blood. So then, yeah, they're in Puerto Rico, and then they drank each other's blood because they want to be Billy Bob and Angelina, and that's cool and whatever. No, it's, not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not at all. It's like Angelina was creepy, and so was Billy Bob, so it worked. But it's also I like mean, a health issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope neither one of them has hepatitis because now both of them do. No, I mean they're always gonna both have whatever. I mean, Michelle, they're twin flames. They're one person. <laughs> anything they're exposed to you know that, that yeah all the gentlemen so do we just call her megan gun kelly now i mean what is his real name his daughter's name is casey he so has like kudos. the weirdest whitest person name ever it's like forrester like, or like something like that taylor jeffries hold on um George w. oh colson baker yeah it's like oh annie's from houston so that makes so much sense any whiter yeah. yeah, he could be, and he's going to get whiter. <laughs> Which is probably why I don't listen to his music at all. Anyway, so, yeah. mazel to them. Uh, I mean, they do make for a great couple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't wish ill on either one of them. I just wish she was with someone more attractive. But if that's her twin flame, that's her twin flame. Wouldn't be mine. 
Correct. Well, I mean, do you, I think these other two are going to be complaining it up as well. No. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, we have to bring up Kanye and Julie again, but we're going to make a very quick because we're already over this couple. They went- I thought last night you were saying you loved them. What were you no, saying last week oh, okay. I was saying that she's a Kim wannabe, and then I saw like right after we recorded. No, last it, night something when we were talking about them going to dinner. No, I okay. not. I mean, I don't care who Kanye's with because Kanye needs to be in an asylum. He doesn't yes. need to be with anyone. So, um, yeah, he's still with Julia Fox. This past week, they went to some crazy like. Motley Crew party that had Madonna. I, Antonio Brown also was there, by the way. The, oh, the crazy football player who's no longer a football player. Um, we also had Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. So really, all of the people with the keen sense of sanity were. But hold. Oh, maybe you were talking about this couple, Evan Ross. And yeah, Evan Ashley Ross Simpson. and Ashley Simpson. Maybe I was confusing that conversation. Yeah, that's who I was talking about because I okay. watched their show. Um, and then apparently Marilyn Manson showed up later because cancel no! party. Yeah, he's he's hanging with. We knew he was hanging with Marilyn when when the Marilyn Manson story came out earlier this year or I last know, year. No, but then just still, like no. How many? What are the rap sheets we have here? Everyone that sucks in a room together, um, plotting how we're probably going to destroy pop culture for Michonne Casey. Exactly. And- that is half of those people have multiple assault records and have not seen jail time. Yeah. So they're hanging out, which again, justifies why I do not like them. And then also apparently Kanye is now being investigated for like beating up a fan who was asking for an autograph. Okay. Oh yeah. So I, I, if I went into more detail on this, yeah, okay, yeah. So they, yeah. they were out on the street. It's there's video footage, like there's photographic evidence of stuff. It, well, I don't think there's video footage of the actual contact, but there's con- like you can hear things beforehand and like a fight occur. But yeah, it just seemed like it was it wasn't a group of people. It was like one guy that was out there asking for an autograph. And then um, Kanye's very animated. The guy is on the ground head, you know, on his face. A la Alec Baldwin style and honestly i'm surprised alec baldwin and Hilaria baldwin weren't at this party like all the terrible humans it's like it felt like it would have been kismet for them to like walk in they're too old join yeah (laughs) they were like oh we're just coincidentally here yeah being like madonna it's it's literally meaning of the minds of like canceled slash people we don't care about I mean, what a tragic, terrifying group. Yeah, so she... Oh, and then Julia came out after it became very clear that Kanye did assault this person. And she's like, I'm standing by him. Well, she's continuously being interviewed and talking about her days with Kanye. And then Kanye also came out with a new song that was uh, dropped. Well, it was like a... It wasn't dropped yet, but there was like a leak of it, and there's a line about his feelings about P. And I'm just like, ugh, I'm o- I was over this before it even got together, and like this is why we're 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 not giving more than thirty more seconds on this topic. And I would like to see Kanye and Pete because I think Pete has a like solid fighting chance because <laughs> like Kanye is so irrational, but. And then also not to mention, like, Pete also has long ago stories, like, five, ten years ago stories of being, having to pay Kanye's, like, birthday bill 
when he was like 19 or 20 and he got he was hanging out with Kid Cudi and then he got invited over to Kanye's birthday party. That was like and- last year, by the way, wasn't it? <laughs> Five years ago. Oh, really? Like last year or two years ago. That's what happens when we live in COVID. Everything feels like five years ago. No, but um, I think he was telling the story five years ago, but... I know, because I know which photo you're talking about. There's, like, a photo of that dinner. Oh, no, I don't even know if there was a photo about this dinner, because I remember being, like, why was Pete there if he wasn't 21? Like... Yeah, because they were all, like, they were drinking. and so Yeah, Pete paid, but hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, it was with Timothy Chalamet was there, too. Um, and this was Kid Cutty's uh 35th birthday this is when pete was 25 yeah so that was like last year (laughs) we have a year oh it was 2019 yeah Yeah. it'll be a three-year anniversary next week (laughs) that's why i'm like in covid everything feels like you know 100 years ago but yeah he was clearly i mean even if he wasn't of age they would give him alcohol but he was clearly of age yeah Um, which is the best part of being like he knew, you know, he's hanging out with Kanye before. Kanye has another friendship with him, and then he gets with Kim. Yeah. And they're still going strong. Yeah, they went to get pizza and see at Rite Aid ice cream. Oh, we did. We, we don't know what brand. Not Rite no, Aid brand, but, but like Briars, Ben and Jerry. They went to Rite Aid to get ice cream. So, I, no, I'm really appreciating that he's I'm bringing a CBS her. fan. So, yeah, but it might we, not have been that close by. I guess they don't have CBSs in Cali. I don't know. Um, I like to think they do, right? And then the only other factoid worth mentioning within that storyline is also that um, there was Chicago and Stormy's birthday party this weekend. And there were like rumors that Kanye wasn't invited and he was like on video saying he wasn't, but he was. So it was just- Yeah, and he was there. And he was and, there. And so, he hit the pinata with them. And I literally don't trust anything that comes out of his mouth or that's coming out of his life. So on to better things. I just can't. Marilyn Manson, Madonna, Floyd Mayweather. I mean, if I you mean, can make a if you could literally put a room of people that if they all died, I would not care. Like that's pretty much most of the people in the room. Madonna, Marilyn are definitely up there. Floyd, I cannot stand. I know I really wanted Floyd to kill the Paul brothers. Like that was the only time I was team. Floyd. Yeah. And then I don't know if there was confirmation that that was a total like setup for just a big payout. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I trust nothing. Yeah. Including. There we go. Which one are we going into? My boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is definitely not only the best story of this week, this year, probably my life. But, I mean, this is definitely a top. I mean, if I couldn't love Drake anymore, this week we have another Instagram model come out who is hooked up with Drake. But this time there's a twist. She is trying to sue Drake because she basically went into the garbage just to. Um, well, do you want to start where how she starts the story? Like how she. Okay. Le- how the details come out yeah well okay so she hooks up with drake and i was a already impressed that he wore a condom because most rappers don't or nba players or men or men but definitely (laughs) like celebrity men and definitely rappers and basketball players as we know anyway 
so they have sex with the condom. He goes into the bathroom to take it off. We don't know what else is happening. She later goes into the bathroom to take the condom and to take like whatever, you know, sperm is in there, shove it up her vagine so she could, you know, have a child with Drake. Only Not to I- mention that there's spermicide in condoms that kills the sperm. So it's already hilarious that she thinks that that like. That she could just fucking do that. Idiot. Yeah. But isn't it also like once the sperm hits the air, it like kind of dies anyway. I thought I remember learning that in like health class. Well, definitely it's not a habitable environment or outside. Right. Yes. But. It, uh, it could still No, happen. you can't. But condoms uh, have spermicide. Spermicide, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so she takes a huge scoop, puts it up there, only to find out two seconds later that he put hot sauce in there and her vagina's on fire. Now she's suing him. If you can hear and me slow clapping. Why did Drake put hot sauce in the condom? Well, there's acid in there and acid kills sperm. And this is how my smart man is trying to get rid of these potential baby mamas. And I just love that not only did she, like, have the audacity to sue him. Well, no, she had the audacity to try to have a child without his consent. And then I sue him for being smart enough to kill the sperm because bitches be trying to have kids with him. Like, I don't know where the legality lies. I'm so fat. And there's also this Canadian court. Like, did this happen in Toronto, too? I don't know uh, where this happened. Probably in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know if we know exactly. But I feel like when you were telling me the story, it sounded like it was, like, in his home. Like, they, she, yeah, she came back to his place or something. But who knows if it was I the mean, Toronto yeah, house. maybe he has hot sauce in his bathroom because... He's got hot sauce in his bag. Well, he's not a woman. But, yeah, it goes with the culture. Although I think that's a, a white, that's definitely the the, mo- the Jewish mother telling him what to do. Oh, no, I'm not even saying, yeah, I mean, I just was quoting the Beyonce, but for him, culturally, I he's, that hot sauce is not for food. For him, that hot sauce, whatever he's carrying, is to do this the, to his condoms. It's, it's to kill the baby. If anything, it's a Taco Bell window, easy, <laughs> open packet, because then he can just have it in his pocket. Or I was imag- imagining he just had it, like, in his um, bathroom. The bathroom in the like medicine closet and it's like right next to his like lexapro is yeah like honestly he doesn't even he's got a hot sauce behind every little toilet yeah he's got enough money he can have hot sauce in every room he has a dispenser i mean why doesn't he just have condoms like made out of hot sauce <laughs> well that would hurt <laughs> But I just but everything I can't about the story is just incredible like because i said. feel like he has a better lawsuit against her he should be suing her for stealing like body parts or like I don't know what. But that's this- where it gets funky. That's where this gets all very gray and annoying. Is like that argument with like what is sperm, what is embryo, what is you know, all yeah. of that. Yeah. So it's like yeah, what when a woman freezes her eggs and like right. you know the rights of the eggs and things like that. A la Sofia Vergara and her ex. Those were embryos. That's why it was argument. Yeah yeah so but um, like yeah so now, just I mean, it wow was, and, I think and it's not even story. like this was a rumor it's like she has the lawsuit and that's why this is coming to light yeah so like, no just, shame in her game 
seriously. She was like, I'm trying to have a kid with this guy. And he had the audacity to give me a yeast infection or whatever. Yeah, like we had consensual sex that we're both agreeing that this was not going. The goal was to not result in a child. And I went through his trash. I mean, clearly she's not the first one if he had this idea. Also, let's talk about how the fact that hot sauce is not white or clear. So she, did she think he came blood? Yeah, also, like, hot sauce has a very distinct smell that actually makes me gag. So, like, this is so complicated. Smell that. She's how did she not see? And also, like, unable to smell. Like, what the hell's wrong with this girl? Maybe she has COVID. <laughs> yeah. Did she exposed straight to COVID. I don't think this girl really was paying attention. She clearly had a one track mind of like trying to have a child with Drake. And which I don't like and... can't not knock the hustle there. But the audacity to just sue after doing that to me is like where you just take it to the another level. It's like the girl it it's like that girl who used the crazy glue on her head. Like, yeah. come on now. Do the gorilla glue, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, gorilla glue. She like, ran out of that, and then I yeah, I mean, this is a whole next level of that. But yeah, I'm just like, what did you think was gonna happen? Yeah. So, homie is not trying to have eight thousand kids here. And like Michelle was saying, give it up to Drake for additional preventative measures. You know, I love anyone that comes up with their own homeopathic moves. So good. <laughs> Oh my god, this is one of I mean this, this is, is one of the I mean best. not that we've done a recap of last year's best stories, but I already know that this is going to be in my recap. A highlight of 2020, 2020, 2022. 2022. <laughs> or 2020, 2020. As Casey calls it 2020, 2020, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you still need the two. If I say 2020 enough, it's just gonna be two. Two or three. Uh did we want to go into the other story or are we not talking about her? Oh, well, yeah, we have time. We weren't sure okay. if we were going to have yeah, time. Yeah, we have time for her. Um, so honorable mention for the weekend for having fun. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish got pulled over in Atlanta for a suspicion under the influence. And then uh, turns out they are, uh, the influence was marijuana. They're suspecting. Um, and she was apparently asleep, pulled over uh, on the side of the highway and was asleep. And a woman passerby or called in to check on a vehicle and then the officers came and they were like, hey, you can't be sleeping on the side of the highway. And we think that maybe you're under the influence. And so she was arrested. Great pic of her smiling in her in her uh, mugshot. She was high as fuck. So, of course, she was uh, smiling. Yeah. Also, she just got woken up from a nap, you know. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. Uh, and, yeah, she posted bail. It was only like, it was like $1,600 or like two grand or something. She posted bond. She, I think she, you know, spent a total of four hours there. We'll see what happens after that. But, um, you know, she's rich enough to have a chauffeur and everything. She'll be fine. But, yeah, well, it was most likely not alcohol. It was most likely marijuana. And I don't think we've ever talked about it on the pod. Oh, good call. Yeah. But speaking of T- Tiffany Haddish, she and Common, who were together for most of COVID, are no longer together, for those that were not aware. Yeah. Yep. And if you weren't there aware that they were together, then you haven't been listening to the pod. Yeah, you've been living under a rock. <laughs> yeah, but they broke up and it got a little, it seemed to be like amicable and then it got a little nasty because he, when they broke up, he said to the press, like it didn't, it, like it was a scheduling thing and it didn't work out. 
And then she was like, that's actually not what you told me. And I don't really appreciate you like saying one thing to me and saying one thing to the press. And then that's kind of where the extent of that conversation yeah. went. But And I actually thought, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I actually thought they were going to end up together because they did seem like good for each other. But I'm glad that it didn't There's something out. not, you know, he's, there's something off. There's something off with him, but I freaking love him. But, uh, well, what are you watching? Well, I feel like we should start off oh, with what right. you're watching because it has to do with something I've been begging for you to watch. And I'm so excited you're watching it now. Yeah. So I got into Euphoria and Woo-hoo! Whew, I mean, I'm a huge Sendai fan, I'm a huge Michael Jacob Elordi fan. <laughs> and Jacob Elordi, oh, also sub thread it, sub, sub Reddit thread. Um, Jacob Elordi also may be dating Jade Olivia. Ugh. Which... Olivia Jade. <laughs> Whoa, okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever, that piece Wait, of shit. Wait, of that, their house got broken into this week. Good. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> they deserve all the worst karma. They have, she's only going to get more famous. This whole quote unquote scandal, like, did nothing but make their lives better. And it's so fucking bananas. But yeah, so, uh, got into Euphoria and it is doing what I was kind of expecting it to do, which was why I was very trepidatious about entering it is a lot of middle school and high school memories are flooding that are not really great. And if, uh, I think my high school would be borderline euphoria if we had camera phones. It was already bordering on the thing, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about. I mean, this is any middle school and high school, to be honest. If you think this shit isn't happening with your tweens and your teenagers, then get it together because yeah. everybody just wants to get high. But shit, man, it is crazy good. And I am obsessed with like every character um whether i like them or not quote unquote to quote brett goldstein everybody's had everybody's got their reasons (laughs) but i can't look at eric did you say that about euphoria or something else no he was talking about um like just character writing and like you know building a scene up and then he's like and then you have the bad guys and the good guys but then you don't you you start to like the bad guys because you know everybody's got their reasons so are you liking eric dane no i'm so scared of eric dane now <laughs> like i'm so terrified of eric you, dane. i remember being so excited because i was like oh my god mick stevie and then you're like mick stevie is scary <laughs> uh, yeah but i mean hunter schaefer is such a fresh of natural i mean breath of fresh natural air fresh of breath of natural i mean Zendaya is killing. Yeah, Lexi she's Oman. unbelievable. But I already had her up on a pedestal anyway yeah. for everything. Well, that Jacob was really Lordy. the first. That was kind of the first time I watched her in something because again, I watched it a couple years ago, and I just remember being like, "Wow, I understand why everyone likes her." Yes. Yeah. Before then, she was way below. She was doing Disney shit. We weren't. Yeah, we. Were, I was too old for her. Yeah. Yeah, we were tra- tracking her on the red carpet, and then. She did this, and then I, but I got on board with Spider Man before this, right. and I was like, dude, she is great with comedy. I love how she downplays it. I'm just, in, I'm obsessed with Cat, obviously, because I'm terrified that I would like a slash still want to turn into Cat. You, I, when I watched Cat's evolution, I was like, this would have been Casey if she was in college, if she was in high school now. Yeah, and we yep. had like webcams. 
I think we might have then, but I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, this is well. No, she wears dangerous. the mask to cover her face, so like no one knows. Oh no, her. exactly. Like I'm so into. Yeah, her. no, no, no. I was like, I think when that plot line started to really hype up, I was like, that was when I was like, watch this already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody is so great. And obviously, you know, Maddie again. Yeah, Maddie's Maddie's my least, my least favorite. favorite. Even going into season two, she's yeah. my least favorite. But, but Sydney, yeah, I mean Sydney Sweeney, I'm obsessed with. I'm a, honestly the Maud Apatow character doesn't get that much play. But in, now that I'm watching the second season, she, I am seeing a storyline that I am loving. But I also love Maud's character because that's also who I relate. To on this oh. level, she dresses up as Bob Ross, and, and I her would mom's be, like, "Why aren't I, you hot?" And she's like, "This isn't what Halloween's about." <laughs> I'm just, yeah, like we were. De- I was definitely the mod uh, at at Salmon Schechter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Wait, we're not supposed to dress funny on things on." I almost said Thanksgiving on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, I still use it for humor. And Me stuff. too. The, I'll never forget the Halloween I got hit on the most one day. I was dressed up as Fat Mario. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie was Luigi, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was literally, I was like, wow, if only I just looked like a fat Italian man every day, I'd be getting You get it. Because I guess you were a fat, confident woman, and people cannot resist a fat, confident woman. With a stash and all. Oh, my Um, God. Yeah, Yeah, just, I had to stop yesterday because- what you're on what episode yeah that's what i was about to say oh, you okay. led me the horse you led the horse to the water i think i have two left so i think I've, I-, I did six. Oh shit okay yeah. so you're almost where i'm at good oh wait no but you're on the second season right yeah no on this first season i haven't finished first season yet yeah no first season just started second season just started on oh Sunday. okay that's week to week yeah uh, bummer it wasn't dropped all together no no, no no hbo okay. doesn't do that except for search party which is a good Lead into what we've been watching together. There you go. So I think well, that's where we're about the same place. Uh, yeah. Last, the last season of Search Party, also on HBO. I'm liking it. I definitely like season four more. I mean, Cole, that whole character with Cole and, you know, was on. And Susan Sarandon. And Susan Sarandon. I mean, yeah. If I mean, we've talked about the show last year, too, when it was on. But, like, the casting of the show is chef's kiss. Yeah, and each season is very much a different, you're getting a different evolution of a show, and so it's yeah. hard to kind of, it's such an interesting show, but you need to watch season per season, yeah. because Especially it's a different show each time. Because where we are now is like nowhere where you'd predict if you watch the first couple episodes of the first season. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely has some of that don't look up, the end of the world vibes. And how humanity, you know, is handling that. And and how a billionaire is the only one, like, able trying to really do anything. And, of, yeah. course, of course, the billionaire is played by Casey Save. Jeff Goldblum. And he's so great. It's such yeah, a great. Yeah, perfect casting for Jeff Goldblum because he's playing a scary tech billionaire. Yeah, and... just an eccentric weirdo. Yeah, as always. Um, I loved Kathy Griffin as, like, the lady in New York City screaming, like, crazies, but also telling the truth. Um, that was a great cameo, too. And and Kathy needs her career back just because she went after Donald Trump and was under an FBI investigation. And for some reason, Hollywood completely kicked her out 
you know, when they didn't have the guts to do what she wanted, what she was doing. Like, it's yeah. interesting you say that because I was listening to Michelle Collins recently, and she was actually talking about the like need of Kathy to really like come back, and it's because we're in this era of like not wanting to destroy celebrities, even though we're doing it all the time. And that's like also why Kat, that you, I mean, that's why we loved her. She would always tell the stories of her being with celebrities. And like now that celebrities have Instagram and are just like basically telling you what's happening, like her whole idea of comedy and the Trump situation has like destroyed her career. Yeah. Like it's so bizarre. Like the, the fascist reaction towards her, doing that with Trump because it's what everybody wanted but then it's just by her doing that image she crossed the line and it's yeah because just... he was the president I mean it was all it was definitely I mean it was if, the beginning of his presidency if but you still. watch her stand up where she talks about it I mean her whole life was destroyed yeah. and I mean it's scary but anyway um yeah search party is killing it um what else are you watching what else did I watch? I mean, I really honestly could not stop thinking about watching Euphoria all week. Like, I watched the first couple of episodes, and then I was like, I need to get back into this. And then I just did, like, um, four episodes in a row. And then I was like, okay, I need a break from... <laughs> a palate cleanser. To, like, clean my mind. Yeah, no, I think it's just the usual suspects of, like, oh, well, a lot of the late night shows were off because everybody got COVID. Right. And so that was uh, frustrating. Yeah, Search Party, our Law and Orders... Yeah, I think. Well, I'm trying to think if I watched a movie at all. What else did I do yesterday? You watched Law and Order SVU. All right. Yeah. Criminal uh, Organized Crime. Well, while you're trying to figure that out, one other thing that we started watching together and then I've continued is the newest um, Real Housewives, which is the Real Housewives of Miami. So this was on about eight years ago. There were about four seasons and then it just ended because people were either bored with it. I mean, it definitely wasn't as exciting as some of the other Real Housewives that are on right now. And then um, with Peacock being a new streaming um, app, they're starting to test other shows from Bravo onto Peacock. So they brought back Miami. And I have to say, I know the first episode Casey and I watched together in Arizona was kind of lackluster. But I'm now on like the fifth episode and it is wild. There's this one, most there's like half of the cast is from last, like is from when it was on eight years ago. So some of the people you may know, Larsa Pippen, who we don't necessarily love. But she's teaching everyone how to do OnlyFans. So I'm interested in those storylines. Um, you also have Marisol Patton, who is a PR genius in, in Miami. Um, and then you have this woman, Alexia. I can't remember how you pronounce her last name. She was also on eight years ago. And at the time, she was married and had two kids from a previous husband who was no longer in the picture. And one of the sons is named Frankie. He was in a really bad car accident that basically made him have to like relearn how to do everything in life. And yeah, it was significant, significant brain trauma. Significant brain trauma to the point where like, yes, he's in his 20s, but he doesn't act like a, a typical 20 year old. Yeah, I think he has a mental capacity of like an 11, 12 year old. Yeah. And then there's an older son named Peter who when he was on like always was getting into trouble, clearly was like, um, you know, dealing with a lot from his childhood that he wasn't like, you know, yeah, there's on. no soul behind his eyes. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to blame it on all the trauma that he experienced because I just have a feeling they, like, didn't go to therapy or, like, he wasn't getting the right help that he needed because he's just become, like, kind of reminds me of Lori from the OC, whose son eventually, like, ended up in jail for the rest of his life because he was just doing terrible thing after terrible thing. Yeah, there's a lot of sociopathic energy coming from Peter. Yeah, so right now... um, Alexia has her has Peter and Frankie and her son and her husband Herman who we saw years ago has passed and the storyline is at the funeral his Herman's like ex-male lover shows up and now there's this whole storyline that Herman actually was closeted and the whole time he was married to Alexia he was actually hiding the fact that he was gay and he's on the down low so she goes to meet with the ex-lover to find out like all the deeds so that in itself is crazy storyline in addition to that she's getting married to a new guy who's her first gringo keep in mind they're in miami so most of the women are either cuban puerto rican i think there's only like one white housewife and um, the husband that she's marrying is this white guy from Staten Island, very Italian. And basically one day she and this guy Todd come home and Peter and Frankie are smoking weed. And all of a sudden Frankie passes out and like basically loses consciousness. They have to call 911, a whole thing. And they get into this huge fight where he Todd is calling Peter like a waste of space, a drug dealer to his son, his brother, and like they get into an insane fight. So like Alexia is, oh, her storyline alone is is making this um, franchise entertaining. But um, in addition to that, you have a storyline of the tennis player Martina Martinova. She's obviously, well, not obviously, but she's gay and her wife is one of the housewives and her name is Julia and she's kind of having a very flirtatious relationship with another housewife, which is also bringing in storylines we've never seen before. So it is a lot more entertaining than I initially thought it was going to be. Interesting. Um, It's on Peacock versus Bravo. Bravo. I guess they're testing the waters to see whether people are liking it as much as the other housewives, but apparently it is doing well. Um, yeah, or yeah, because it because it got booted off for low ratings then. Right. And, yeah, and it's Miami, and like, who doesn't want to see beautiful like beaches? And you know, they're the one percent of Miami, so me i'm if, like terrified of the city yeah of i mean they're all i mean if you thought, <laughs> like i would last if you thought minutes. beverly hills uh plastic surgery was bad like go to yeah. Miami. yeah exactly. they, all look, they all look like aliens yeah so yeah i would say that's the other thing i'm watching and then last night i was like really in the mood to watch a movie and like for some reason every movie that's out is really depressing and i wanted something funny so i decided to finally watch a movie that's been on my list for years and i watched incredibles too which I have to say is not as good as Incredibles 1. I feel like it's very much focused on Holly Hunter's character. And I got a lot of work done while I was watching it because I just wasn't engaged. Gotcha. I mean, also, I don't know why Brett Goldstein's coming up so much in this. But he'll tell you, like, we, you know, you need to go to the movie. You need to go to the theater to see the movies because we show too many distractions around us. And we don't actually, yeah. we can't, like, actually... 
I get agree. involved and yeah. But I was glad I had the distraction because the whole point of the Incredibles one is like they all have their different superpowers. It's a family that all has superpowers and they work together. And then this storyline is really more about the mom doing her own thing. Oh, gotcha. Actually, kind of reminded me in a very low key version of a similar storyline to The Watchmen that I'm watching. Oh, yeah. Where, like, superheroes are no longer deemed, like, legal and shouldn't really be, like, fighting the fight. Because they're, like, vigilantes versus... Yes. So I was like, whoa, this is weird that I'm, like, kind of dealing with the same storyline in two different superhero movies when I uh, don't even watch anything superhero-related. Oh, well, then I would add to that. That is a very common theme throughout, like, superhero things. the, The public turns against the superhero. Happens in Batman, happens in Superman. Yeah, so that just got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you wouldn't I'm be aware because you never watched yeah. it. So even more of a reason why it's good I'm not watching a lot of superhero stuff. Um, yeah, but that tends to, that'll happen with any arc of any superhero throughout the process. They come out, yay, we love them, and then they it's accidentally the do one thing. It happens to all the Avengers. That's why they have the Geneva Accords, and then they have a Captain America Civil War. If you want me to explain the history of the Definitely Marvel not. <laughs> I appreciate that, but you can start your own pod on Marvel. Yeah, but also with that being said, with Brett Goldstein, I'm also very grateful that everything comes to service and we don't have to pay $20 to go to the fucking movies and you don't have to hear anybody else around you. So it's really tough to actually like go to the movies too because I, Plus, I somebody better, can ruin it for me in two seconds. And I have better snacks from Trader Joe's in my apartment than the That are cheaper, theaters. yeah. Yeah, so. honestly, I've gotten really into Jiffy Pop. Mm. I used to just do the microwave popcorn, but then I read an article about how... How it's killing you? Yeah. You know, just one article off the cuff will just tell me to redirect my entire thought process, even I have no idea if it actually means anything. So then I switched over to Jiffy Pop as if that's different from microwave popcorn. So I'm definitely getting a lot healthier. Everything's going to kill you, so just yeah. do what you want to do. Um, oh, almost note, hiccuped. Is there anything that came to mind that you've seen or... No, it's really, yeah, it's just that, that I've just been, just like, num, 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 just binging, 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 and yeah, just consuming, I mean, consuming, consuming. There's other things I've seen, but I'll save it for yeah. next week, because, you know, there's so if, much. Uh, oh, shout out to Adam. There was a new episode of Taskmaster that dropped <laughs> on New Year's Day, if you want to watch that on YouTube. Laughing because Adam doesn't listen to the spot. That's yeah. cool. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Adam's wife, Allie, who might listen and then let Adam know. Okay, no, not. neither okay. one of them are. And shout out to Randy, who should text Allie or Adam to let them know there's a new text. I could also text Adam, and I just haven't yet. And Randy wants you to know, even though I told you already, that the new season of Queer Eye is taking place in Austin, and you should watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did watch I know uh, you I know did that. start watching that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, every episode I need tissues, and you know me, I never cry. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I haven't, I've just watched one and then, but it was with the woman who, uh, whose parents own the Broken Spoke, which is a very, and when you come, if you're interested in going to the Broken, it is the, you know, go to, but it might be now like very, might be too touristy now, even that Queer Eye's been spotting it up. But that's like the classic honky tonk of Austin that I have not ventured over to try that. It's yeah. like, do we dance with strangers? I don't understand. Ah, it's like a middle school dance all over. I don't know how to two-step. I'll two-step if that lady is showing me how to two-step. Well, she might be available. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like the, uh, I think it's the next episode. It's a transgender or someone who's like. Oh, the, the weightlifter? Pe- the weightlifter. And apparently uh, JVN goes to her still. Yeah. She lives in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. So I like yeah, that. They're they, friends. I love that they're like still create, keeping relationships with all these people. Yeah. 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 Because he moved here when this happened and then he stayed here because it was and then he met his husband Husband, yeah and then they adopted more dogs and they so he'll go live like in his house when he's doing like some renovation stuff and other things and i'm always trying to figure out like where he is yeah i will find you when when, uh my favorite couple of all time eva mendez and uh ryan gosling lived like around the corner from me and i just wanted to stay in the lobby all the time to find them and i'm just we're just waiting for those kids to grow up so eva can come back to us because we miss you eva this is a different time you could have been producer director now eva uh but i'm sure you had to put up with so much shit for so long you never deserve, but we love you, Eva Mendes. I know. I mean, she is my. She was my number one girl crush for a very long time. God, so hot. Yeah. So beautiful, in and out. Okay. And well, on that note, we'll exactly. see you next time. Bye.